What do you think of when you hear the name the Cleveland Browns? If you're like most of us, you probably envision a tire fire of a franchise, an absolute laughingstock that is nothing short of meme fodder. The moments that I think of the Browns are all heartbreaking. But what if I told you the Browns were actually one of the NFL's tentpole franchises? A franchise that has had more impact on its sport than not just any other football franchise, any other NFL franchise, but any other franchise in the world of American sports. On today's episode of The Teams That Built the NFL, we'll be focusing on the Cleveland Browns with the help of Doug Otwell, editor-in-chief of Mile High Sports Magazine and a sports journalist that has worked around football for decades. But before we look at how the Browns got to where they are now, we first have to zoom out and look at what the Browns are as a whole. So I think there's, a, there's two parts to the definition of the Browns. One is they are one of the classic, oldest, proudest franchi- franchises in sports. I mean, they, they had a great history back in, you know, the early days of the, of of football. I mean, you know, you think about some of the great players, Jim Brown, um, yeah, I mean, there's there's some great things that took place in the Browns history. Now, if you're talking about the Browns right now, they're almost the laughing stock of not just the NFL, but of sports. I mean, they just haven't been good for so long. And I think, um, you know, obviously being biased from Denver, it seems like John Elway kind of squashed the Browns. I mean, the last time they were good was when they repeatedly lost to the Broncos in the AFC Championship game every year. And then after that, they just haven't, they've really been off the radar. And they're one of those franchises that can't seem to do the right thing. They can't make the right draft pick. They can't win when they do make the right draft pick. So, you know, this year, for example, they come into, the year with all kinds of expectations they're talking it up because they have all this talent and they still can't win and you know it's sort of the the you know the joke about Cleveland being the the city where the river caught on fire I mean that is Cleveland that is the Browns right now so yeah it's too, it's kind of a, a sad definition it's a once proud franchise that has uh, fallen on long and hard times Undeniably, the past 20 years for the Browns have been the worst of times. But as a franchise, they've also experienced the best of times, specifically in their first 20 years running under founder and namesake Paul Brown. Under Paul Brown, the Browns went to 10 straight championship games, four of which were in the rival upstart AAFC, or All-American Football Conference, which was designed to compete with the NFL on a professional football league scale. And after dominating that league for four years, the NFL came calling and asked the Browns, along with a few other of the AAFC's franchises, to join the NFL. Once joining the NFL, the league planned to knock the Browns down to size by scheduling them to open things up against the reigning NFL champion Philadelphia Eagles. 
The Browns dominated the Eagles in a blowout and announced their arrival to the NFL. And over the next four seasons, the Browns would go to every single NFL championship game and win three of them, setting a level of dominance that has never been seen in the NFL and several other American sports. But so who exactly is Paul Brown? I really don't know much. I mean, obviously, it's one of those names where, you know, people, he's revered within the game. And I think people um, talk about him as sort of one of the forefathers of the game and why the NFL is great today. Um, As far as specifics and things like that, I really don't know a ton about him. I just, you know, you know from NFL films and NFL network, people always, you know, you never hear the name Paul Brown in any kind of negative light. I mean, he was always a guy that helped put the game on the map, so... Believe it or not, saying Paul Brown put football on the map isn't even doing Paul Brown justice. One could say Paul Brown invented the map. He popularized the forward pass, which has taken over the game today. He integrated professional sports in America years before Jackie Robinson ever suited up for the Brooklyn Dodgers. He invented the single T formation. He's responsible for the existence of five NFL franchises. He invented the playbook, was the first coach to start training camp in the offseason. Started was also the first coach to start radioing in plays from the sideline so many basic foundations that we take for granted in today's modern NFL were invented by Paul Brown. So how did the Browns go from this golden age of Paul Brown, where they were on the cutting edge, the bleeding edge of advancements in the NFL to being an absolute laughingstock and an absolute tire fire? Well, it started in the 1980s when John Noway sucked the soul out of them? Well, I think, you know, and if we back up a little bit, there the moments that I think of the Browns are all heartbreaking. Yes, Red um, Right 88. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I mean, you know, the drive is one of the greatest moments in NFL history, but it really, aside from Elway being great, it's also a colossal collapse. I mean, it's 98 yards to lose that game in not much time. And so then you flash forward to the next year to what's become dubbed the fumble. And that was almost more painful. Yeah, because... From my point of view, because it was just, like the like you said, the drive, they kind of blew it, and then part of it was also L.A. being great. The fumble was just all them blowing it. They were... Yeah. I mean, I remember driving in the car, listening to the end of that game, and thinking, knowing that the Broncos were going to lose. I mean, they're... Cleveland was marching the ball, had gotten the ball down. I think the, the ball, the, the, the play was on the two-yard line or something. And you have a running back fumble it going into the end zone. I mean, it, it was improbable. And so they just they kept finding newer and better ways to lose. Eventually, though, after a decade of treating the city of Cleveland like Lucy treats Charlie Brown with a football, the Browns got tired of finding the most painful, heart-wrenching ways to lose, and eventually decided to break Cleveland's heart in an entirely different way that is, oh, so much more painful. And then when you think about sort of the biggest one of those, you know, an, an owner of a great franchise basically leaving in the dead of the night, you know, I mean, just basically saying, so long, I'm out of here. I mean, that's just... You know, aside from it, 
them, them having a great fan base and, and people uh, loving their team even though they'd had hard times. And then the owner just saying, so long I'm out of here. I mean, that's just the, uh, the extra kick in the gut. And so you think about some of the moments with the Browns, like all the moments that I can think of, at least that I've ever been witness of, have been bad. Bad doesn't even begin to describe what the Browns went through in 1995. Entering the season, they were viewed as the Super Bowl favorite by Sports Illustrated among several other media organizations, thanks to a superstar coaching staff led by Bill Belichick, now regarded as the greatest professional football coach of all time, and Nick Saban, now regarded as the greatest college coach of all time. However, after a strong start to their season, the Browns owner, Art Modell, announced that he would be moving the team to Baltimore following a disagreement with the city of Cleveland over the stadium. The team would relocate to Baltimore the next season, becoming the Ravens, only to win a Super Bowl just four years later. Meanwhile, back in Cleveland, the NFL decided the Browns had such an incredible history and that that history should remain there. The league was already looking to expand, so they saw the perfect solution. Although all the players, coaches, and other organizational elements left with Modell and the Ravens, the team's records, uniforms, name, and history would remain in Cleveland, passed on to an expansion team that would start play in 1999. Even though the franchise as it, or this new expansion franchise has had 20 years now to recover from this move, they're still in utter disarray. This year was supposed to be the, oh man, the Browns are back, the Browns right are the back, the and they could not have done anything other than fall on their face, which they've done all season. Yeah, and talking about moments again, the most recent one is, that that jumps to mind, is the most violent, like, vicious act in NFL history. Right. Like, cl- clubbing a man over the head with his own helmet. Right, and that's, yeah, I mean, you know... It, it doesn't have to do with winning or losing, but it just it sort of uh, encapsulates what that franchise is all about. Like, their moments are moments of, you know, notoriety for all the wrong reasons. Nothing encapsulates the Browns' history of the past 20 years better than the phrase, notoriety for all the wrong reasons. That being said, following the drafting of Baker Mayfield, there finally appears to be some light at the end of the tunnel for the Cleveland Browns. Will they be able to reach that light, or will the years of torture and misery continue for Browns fans? Only time will tell.